Hello everybody, Miles on and this is Miles Gotta Talk for uh, Friday 15th of December 2023. In this week's episode, it's primarily all about smartphones. We got the latest rumors about the next iPhone, the next uh, Galaxy, which is the S24, and um, the Nothing Phone 3 is gonna come out, the ROG Phone 8 is gonna also be coming out, and also we're gonna talk about this quirky little gadget uh, that I'm gonna obviously touch upon but yeah without further ado let's get rolling shall we uh, it's gonna be a one tick and um, we're gonna try to do it in one go uh, but it's been a bit of a slow week in the world of technology I think just generally on the world because we are sort of in the traditional holiday season in the west so there are not any this and it's also like the end of the the end of the normal year so there's not much going on and a lot of focuses on the first part of of the new year so 2024 so uh, a lot of you're gonna hear it's gonna be about what's gonna be coming down the road so do keep that in mind but first up let's talk about a quirky gadget and i'm gonna touch upon this so this past week Huawei has shown off a bunch of new devices has shown off new laptops a tablet with a matte display so it's like paper like so when you sort of write with stylus or probably browse or you know you know tap it feels like you're on paper even though it's not it's sort of a fake kind of feeling but you get the point but there's one uh, product that's quite interesting and it's definitely going to catch uh, it ca caught my attention when I saw it on Instagram and people had uh, a lot of interesting things to say with a very interesting uh, wireless earbuds that that are let's just say interesting the Huawei free clip uh, as it's called is basically a premium pair of earbuds that are wireless and have this unique design that sort of look like piercings that's the best I can describe another one I can think of is these like uh, massage rollers you have uh, if there are two of them sort of and you have this um, and it's got a premium finish safe to say but apparently this design is called a C-bridge design. So this means that's different from, for example, uh, you know, hooks that go over sort of the outer ear. Uh, instead, it sort of goes around your ear as it is, your uh, interlobe, and it stays, it sort of stays snug. And best part, it's, um, it could be worn in any ear, pretty much left or right. It doesn't matter the configuration. It's exactly sort of the same, so that's interesting. It's basically based on 10,000 on the data of 10,000 human ears globally which uh, is quite interesting in seeing what how much uh, R&D Huawei has done into this uh, premium wearable but interestingly other than uh, it being such a unique design it's got an IP54 uh, rating which means that it can handle uh, sweat pretty much and a little bit of dust while you're at it it's got eight hours of battery life as it is and a charging case you get up to 36 hours overall and with 10 minutes of charging, you get three hours of listening. So it's fairly interesting. And uh, as I said, it comes with features like AI clear calling. So, you know, noise cancellation, L2HC codec support. That means you need a Huawei phone to take advantage of that. Gesture controls and dual point connections. And also, as I said, uh, judging by Huawei's latest premium earbuds, it will probably have the same uh, drivers and audio quality as the premium earbuds that Huawei has in their lineup. So... Uh, that's something uh, worth noting. It costs around two hundred dollars, or around two hundred euros, one hundred eighty quid. So it's a fairly interesting uh, set of premium earbuds, uh, pretty much. So nothing to uh, call home about. The design is pretty funky, uh, safe to say. All right, next up, and this is basically phones that will be launching next year, pretty much, because we are sort of end of this year. 
is the ROG Phone 8. Now, this is the latest phone from ASUS, pretty much. Assuming ASUS still makes phones after the fact. But uh, this new uh, flagship phone from ASUS, uh, now they sort of announced that they're going to be making one. And they're going to re be releasing it at CES on January the 8th in Las Vegas. And then sort of a week, more than a week later, it'll be released in China. Uh, so it's something to look forward to. Now, the official announcement, there's nothing much to go by. Uh, but as I said, uh, we could expect uh, a punch hole cutout camera instead of... Um, and that sort of instead of you know a camera and there's you know a hit there's a, what do you call it there's a um, there's a bezel on top and the bottom of the phone it's a big chin on uh, that's the previous RG phones have had like a chin on the top and bottom uh, where the speakers are but now they've sort of moved around so that's interesting in the teasers another one pretty much uh, is the design so again it uh, you have this unique sort of it's more classier it's more cleaner compared to previous rg phones it's given that rg zephyrus vibe if you know what i mean that that cool gaming laptop that's like slim and light but still powerful on the inside uh that is so that's pretty interesting now this one will be asus's sort of flagship it'll come with the snapdragon 8 gen 3 the the uh, zen phone would come out a little later in the year but this is probably coming out when the snapdragon 8 gen 3 is already available and the first phones are already out with it that is the oneplus 12 the realme gt5 pro and also the uh the redmi k70 pro they all have the gen 3 chip out of the box uh, and this one is expected to have it uh pretty much so much so that we already got full-on leaks of the phone and no need to wait a few weeks for the phone to come out uh, i think nothing's a surprise in this world these days everything sort of is like uh Nothing's a surprise anymore in this world, surprisingly, uh, if that's a thing. The ROG phone uh, has sort of been fully leaked. Windows Report has uh, put out a full uh, design and spec leak of the phone. So um, from the looks of it, uh, you will, um, again, um, interestingly, it's got a squarish design according to their uh, reporting. Uh, you have a 2500 nit HDR10 plus display uh, fully uh, with a hole punch camera for the first time that's definitely confirmed um, and apparently you'll get a matte grippy finish for the phone 8 and the pro will pretty much come with a glossy premium looking feel finish that uh, shows it's the pro interestingly we're not getting an ultimate there's one thing I want to note here you get the RG phone 8 and the RG phone 8 pro so it's a fairly interesting gaming phone in a way and uh, apparently uh, f based on specs uh, this basically will be improving uh, it will be coming with more memory as always because it's a gaming phone and on the other hand a um, as I said uh, better cameras potentially so in terms of um, the RG phone 8 we got a full information here the uh, the pro also would be a little low, slower than this but basically the the spec sheet goes a little bit like this for the pro this is all sort of confirmed and fully uh, given out it's going to come in basically a gray finish with ip68 water and dust resistance the pro will weigh 225 grams comes at uh, the snapdragon 8 gen 3 chip 16 or 24 gigabytes of lpddr5x ram uh, 512 or one terabyte of storage also possibly a 256 gigabyte storage option along with a 
uh, along pretty much with a 12 gigabyte uh, of RAM option that is along with that uh, a 6.78 inch FHD plus flexible OLED uh, AMOLED display uh, Gorilla Glass Victus 2 HDR10 plus support and variable refresh rate are the gate along with a triple rear camera setup that includes the IMX 890 50 megapixel main 30 megapixel ultrawide and 32 megapixel uh, zoom macro camera as you would like to call it and the whole point uh, in the hole punch camera as we'll call it uh, is a 32 megapixel selfie camera also comes with a five magnet speaker system uh, that'll probably be around the top and the bottom of the phone top and bottom firing because there's no room on the display area so it might be top and bottom firing and apparently it'll come with wi-fi 6e support bluetooth 5.3 and a 5,500 million power battery. So this pretty much is the spec for the 8 Pro. I don't know about the ROG 8 as it is, but I'm assuming, we're gonna assume right off the bat here that it'll basically be coming with slower memory and storage option, and probably uh, not too many cameras on the back. Uh, but as it, based on the photos, I think the key difference is that the Pro will come with beefier cameras from the pictures. Don't call me on that. Uh, we might want to take this with a grain of salt pretty much, but the the Pro might be coming with beefier cameras out of the box and that premium finish that has been uh, coded here. Uh, but I think both phones should be identically specced for what it is. Uh, and also apparently it will be coming with a whole bevy of uh, accessories out of the box, including a case and the Aero Cooler X, uh, which is similar to the previous one. Uh, and again, to ta ta attaches using USB-C uh, pretty much. Uh, I beg your pardon. So, all in all, it's it's kind of a faster phone with a faster chip and potentially better cameras, if it's to be believed. But let's see. Let's wait for CES. That's basically early next year. That's basically the first week of January. I will probably find out more about the ROG Phone 8 and what's in store, and also the price because we've not uh, known anything about the price. But it'll be a thousand dollar phone comfortably. So that's something to keep in mind. Right, uh, let's switch gears from phones that will kind of be launching to phones that will not be launching. And that's because uh, the Xiaomi 14 is, and the 14 Pro is already out in China. And it's yet to get a global variant or release. Uh, but uh, according to Xiaomi UI, a, uh, a fan, a news site about all things Xiaomi, they've, uh, found, they've uh, gone through uh, the latest server builds, uh, the latest MIUI builds for the uh, show me 14 series and uh, based on their reporting and um, pretty much now the thing you want to know about the show me 14 and 14 pros it's going to be the it's the one of the first show me phones out there to pretty much be coming with hyper os 1.0 the global spec of it the one in china is already out and probably is getting updates day by day but hyper os 1.0 for the global market that uh, for the global market that'll be coming for the Xiaomi 14 and 14 Pro. Now, interestingly, for the 14, it's been getting fairly recent internal updates as, um, again, based on Xiaomi UI's reporting, uh, purportedly, the 14 has HyperOS Global 1.0 build, and that's based on internal code. But for the 14, uh, for the 14 Pro, mind you, Apparently, the last internal version, according to Xiaomi UI, is uh, 2310 23, the 23rd October 2023. And that was when it's pretty much coming with uh, MIUI, uh, still coming with MIUI uh, 14, 
or MIUI 15 pretty much and uh, the last internal build that's the software that runs the phone is apparently called MIUI v15.0.0.1 UNBMIXM this doesn't mean much but what all you need to sort of know is that the 14 Pro has kinda had an older uh, spec of software that is basically the old version of MIUI and um, and the 14 on the other hand has been getting more recent software that also include happens to include HyperOS 1.0 which also sort of is still Android for the global market uh, so all this is to basically say it's all signs it's not actual evidence or hard it's nothing you can't there's no concrete evidence here but all I can kind of judge from here is that Xiaomi is not looking to release the Xiaomi 14 Pro for the global market. Instead, we'll just be getting the Xiaomi 14. And then obviously, if the 14T comes out, we'll get the Pro and Ultra variant for that. And the 14 will only be coming as that one spec phone. And the Pro will not be released outside of China. But you want to be taking this with a grain of salt because you never know. They might be delaying the release of the Pro. Maybe it's a little bit further down the road. Maybe a few months after the 14 uh, comes out globally. So one, this is just a, this is just a minor sign. I don't want to be taking this with a grain of salt, to be honest. If if it were me, so I'd be I'll be holding on till the launch event to find out if the Pro will be coming out alongside the 14, because I think the past couple of uh, flagships that Xiaomi has released, they've released the base and the Pro variant for the global market too. So honestly. Uh, I take a grain. I, I take this with a grain of salt, like most things out there. So yeah, uh, honestly, uh, you should be skeptical a little bit, and I wait till the launch event until uh, we find out more about the Xiaomi 14 for the global market. Maybe they had the Pro ready. It might not be the one that we're thinking. So that would be uh, that's something to keep in mind. All right, uh, another uh, phone that's also going to be launching soon is the Oppo Find X7, and specifically Oppo Find X7 Ultra. And we've also gotten a leaked picture of the phone, well, the Find X7 Pro. And we have an interesting tidbit of the Ultra. So one thing you want to know about the uh, Find X7 from Oppo, the Pro and the Ultra spec uh, variants will be coming with the Snapdragon 8 Gen 3. So it's basically Oppo's flagship for uh, the market. And the base spec uh, uh, Find X7 will be coming only with the Dimensity I beg your pardon, uh, the Dimensity 9300 chip. It's equally as fast as the Snapdragon, but as I said, it's not on, on, on par with what Qualcomm has uh, on top. But um, interestingly, according to Digital Chat Station on Weibo, the Find X7 Ultra will apparently be coming with satellite connectivity. That means you can send text messages or a satellite. Apparently, Oppo has sort of confirmed that they're gonna plan to offer satellite connectivity with the Oppo Find X7. They've sort of announced it. Uh, but it's only satellite messaging. Now we don't know if um, what uh, what else they're going to be bringing to the table with the Fine X7 Ultra. But yeah, um, as I said, the Fine X7 Pro on the other hand has also been leaked, and we can kind of see the camera island display, uh, the camera grid on the back, and it's a very funky uh, uh, shape. We've seen all sorts of shapes with with the phone brands. Some have copied Apple, some have copied Samsung. We're just having the cameras laid out and popping out and um, you know uh, some are sort of similar to Huawei some are round and a circle and now this one is interesting an octagonal uh, camera island so this is fairly interesting and it's quite funny but again 
uh, we should wait till the spring to find out more about the Oppo Find X7, or maybe as soon as February, potentially, given where things are. So that's really interesting in a way. Another smartphone uh, announcement or rumor, you could say a new, new smartphone dropping soon, really, is the Nothing Phone 3. Uh, Nothing has posted a bit of a... Uh, has posted on to X and has sort of announced that they're doing a Mobile World Congress event on the 27th of February. Uh, now we have uh, now according to the title of the invite quote nothing to see and that basically should sum up what to expect from the event. We might get a little teaser of the nothing phone 3 or what it'll be coming with what kind of cameras or processor it'll be coming with so that's really interesting nothing much to see but again something to see eventually so that's fairly interesting nonetheless all right uh we let's move from phones over to the features of the phone or or really uh assistance rather and that is according to the information uh, a very reputable uh tech news publication uh google is apparently working on a new ai assistant that utilizes gemini nano uh that was recently released and apparently they're creating a onboard AI assistant that only is exclusive to the Pixel 8 phones generally. And it's codenamed Pixie and apparently it uh, can do everything Google Assistant can do. Plus a lot more th uh, and plus with a lot more uh, functionality that pick the assistant doesn't really have at the moment. And that means things like summarizing recordings, creating a uh, sort of canned uh, replies to messages so you could ask you know pick you could say hey google uh, if, sorry if you have a smart speaker in advance but hey google um uh, create a quick message i want to send to my uh, buddy uh, that i can't make it and then it'll basically generate a response from using gemini nano being like uh hi da da da, da. Uh, and you can think of how a generative ai tool does it straight away but basically apparently the pixie uh this uh, product pixie that'll only be on pixels straight away and apparently be coming with the pixel 9 when that comes out next year also will let you pull in information like bard already does where you're pulling information and summaries from apps like maps and gmail on device not going to the cloud straight away but doing it on device but of course if it's very complex it'll go to the cloud potentially but the fact that it could uh we're getting we're going to be getting an onboard um a on-device AI assistant that's quite smart and has generative capabilities and you can even switch over to Google Assistant for very mundane tasks and it'll be coming out next year to kind of show you how quickly AI is being developed the pace of AI development that we've gone from just chat GPT and GPT-3 all the way to onboard assistants where you can tell it to do all kinds of things this was kind of the stuff of developer projects you know it was the stuff of hobbyists a year ago and now it's going to be a production product that folks can actually use on their phones you can get a flagship phone that will come with this functionality in a way so that's fairly exciting and i cannot wait for pixie when it actually is announced i think they'll probably they'll probably talk about a little bit of google io and then they'll be like it'll be coming to pixel 9 that'll come out in the fall next year so i can't wait for pixie it, it sounds like an interesting thing and maybe it could be reason for me to get the pixel 9 because it's actually a qualitative feature a quality of life improvement it'll be a feature that again improves uh again quality of life potentially so that's really interesting nonetheless all right uh let's just uh get back into the groove of things with phones uh 
the Galaxy S24 is not that far from release. It's going to be coming out next month pretty much. But we got more details about the S24 uh, pretty much. The ELEC uh, has reported that Samsung is looking again for the S24 Ultra. Samsung's looking to put a 200 megapixel main camera on the rear along with a 12 megapixel ultra wide 10 megapixel 10x zoom camera and a 50 megapixel 5x zoom camera on the rear of the phone uh, the quad camera setup we have that's typically on ultra on the S ultras pretty much but this one 200 megapixel main and then you have two actual zoom sensors one 10x and one 5x and sort of combine and then 10 megapixel selfie camera which is kind of bizarre given that phones of such caliber and pricing um, come with beefier selfie cameras than whatever Samsung has on offer. And then weirdly enough, on top of that, uh, again, also from the Alec, they're claiming that also the S24 and S24 Plus will have the same sets of cameras that is basically a 50 megapixel main, 12 megapixel ultra, uh, ultra wide angle, 10 megapixel telephoto and 10 megapixel selfie cameras on the back of the S24 and S24 Plus. And also apparently the S24 and S24 Plus will be sourcing their cameras or hardware from, from a company I've never heard of, Camsys and PowerLogix instead of say Sony and also Samsung, which is extremely bizarre and it's highly unusual for Samsung. But on the flip, on the flip side pretty much, there also have been sort of reports that Samsung's been looking to uh, ditch having two zoom sensors and only have one zoom sensor and use the bigger main camera for zoom uh, for zoom capabilities. Although I don't think Samsung's really going to do that, to be fair with you. I feel like they're going to pack a zoom camera, a periscope zoom lens or just a normal zoom camera, a, zoom, uh, a normal zoom sensor uh, to take uh, to take those long distance shots. So. Uh, it might happen. It might not happen. We'll have to wait till unpacked when it uh, when we find out about the cameras generally. Another rumor that is about the S24 uh, primarily is Samsung's going to be bringing satellite uh, SOS connectivity or basic ability to send SOS messages via satellite. This is kind of similar to what Apple already does with the iPhones, with the latest iPhones. Uh, the S24. S24 Plus and S24 Ultra will be coming with satellite connectivity. It basically means that if you are basically in the middle of nowhere and you're stuck somewhere and you want to call emergency services, you can. Uh, pre and when you try to make a call without uh, mobile data, uh, with access, without access to mobile uh, to a mobile network or Wi-Fi, it will give you the option pretty much to send SMS texts via satellite. And uh, again, that assumes you are have cl clear line of sight. And again, you're in the middle of nowhere with no cellular or Wi-Fi reception. You can uh, send an SOS uh, alert. So that's pretty interesting. And again, it's kind of similar to what Apple is already doing. It's kind of not as advanced as what Lenovo and uh, Huawei and Oppo and Vivo have in store. Uh, if I remember correctly, Huawei, though, on the other hand, for a subscription, and you have to switch it on the settings, you could do SMS, text, and actually you could do text messages and calls via satellite anywhere, wherever uh, wherever the coverage is there via satellite. So I'm assuming for Huawei, uh, I don't remember what what it, what they said, but I think it's basically coverage all over China, so all over mainland China, so you have access to the satellite network, so you can do calling and texts. Which is great if you're in remote areas. Generally, what Apple and Samsung have, though, is for 
basically emergency purposes and it's actually coming in uh, an apple solution is coming in handy in lots of circumstances samsung though will probably be using a similar network uh pretty much we don't know much any more details other than that this feature will be on the s24 series but i, I would like to believe that samsung will probably be teaming up with a major satellite provider probably like your uh intelsat ses the big, the biggies, you know, the Utilsat, Intelsat, SES, the major satellite provider that has global coverage to provide SOS service when that kind of comes out. Uh, or they'll probably be working on a multitude of major satellite providers in an Apple that they're going to have one provider and that'll help them provide it in a few countries. But they're probably looking at global coverage because Samsung sells more phones than Apple, of course. And they'll be looking at global coverage from the get-go potentially within a year that would be available in over 150 countries at best because again samsung is a major global player and it would make sense to offer near total coverage across planet earth so that's fairly interesting in a way let's see how it and how it fares at unpacked when it happens next month all right uh let's talk about the iphone 16 is apple's next flag uh, apple's next iphone pretty much and we're getting leaks of the design pretty much so mac rumors have shown off uh or they purportedly have claimed to be design prototypes for the iphone 16 and basically purportedly showing three different two different layouts or designs on the back of the iphone 16. one is the camera bump sort of being distinct sort of like sort of raised from the rest of the phone's body at the on the back but the cam the but the dual cameras pretty much are in a pull shape uh, similar to the iPhone X and then the right hand side is the usual normal but it reverts to something uh, from the iPhone uh, probably from the older iPhones like the iPhone 13 and 12 uh, where you have two cameras sort of to the left uh, pretty much so that's fairly interesting and also apparently they're looking to produce some new colors so a pink and a light green finish is expected potentially ah there you go i've said it the the other uh camera design has also been shown which is similar to the one you have on the iphone 12 uh like before so that's fairly interesting though uh, we won't be getting uh improved haptic feedback or anything like that well it's way similar from previous iphones but um the iphone 16 will also be coming with an action button like the iphone 15 pro and uh, it's not solid state though apparently uh, but again it'll be like this button and you just sort of press it and it's uh you sort of it's like a tap you sort of tap it and you can take different uh, actions you can sort of switch the flashlight on switch the camera app but it's not gonna be a physical button apparently according to mac rumors some prototypes have sort of been coming with uh with the action camera being capacitative uh, which is going to be interesting and the plan is to essentially have the action button on all variants of the iphone 16 and not just the pros so that's fairly interesting in a way and also apparently it could also be coming with a capture button but i, th I like to believe that i'd basically be using that capacitive action button so that's fairly interesting and that's something to keep in mind uh, but yeah pretty much we might see a new camera layout on the back it's nothing radical honestly you might get slightly better cameras from last time but it might be the more of the same from last year but also pot uh, potentially you might be getting either a capture button an action button but it's capacitative so it's uh, ad sort of adaptive and again it sort of is based on the use but uh, let's just say more of the same 
Alright, this leads us to the end of this week's episode. A fairly short one because we're sort of at the end of the year, so there's not much going on. But what do you think of everything you've heard so far? The S24 coming with SOS uh, cable, uh, with satellite SOS, the iPhone 16's different set of camera layout, the RG Phone 8. What do you think? And also the Huawei, the, the, those weird earbuds from Huawei. What do you think? Let me know. I'm on Instagram, uh, X, and TikTok at Sid underscore Mo 99. Follow me there if you can. Subscribe to thing right now, leave a review on Apple and Spotify while you're at it. Um, and share it to your friends and family if you can. Uh, you don't have to do it, but again, it'll be nice if you do it. But yeah, till next week, this is your boy Mo signing out wherever you are, whatever you're up to. Stay safe, take care, enjoy the hot chocolate, and yeah, thank you very much for listening. Right? Ciao.